to another edition of Get The Life You Love. Today I've got a very good friend of mine, Ali Campbell, who's known as Mr. Fix-It. He's a celebrity life coach, and today he's actually in LA, so I'm not sure how the quality's gonna be on the, uh, the recording that we're gonna do. Another one of the questions that you and me are really interested in is how do you take this great stuff, this great information that is life-changing, and make it obviously available to the people in the street, you know, the people in the pubs, the people at work? not just have it be confined to people who like hugging trees, but have this just be normal, everyday, brilliant ways of making everybody have a great life. And so I wonder if you'd like to share a tip, you know, a practical tip that you feel would be really valuable in helping people to get a life that they love. Uh, the absolute top, top tip that changed my life beyond anything else, uh, is one that I never get tired of sharing with people, is most of our world, our personal development world, it comes from a premise that you're somehow broken, that there's somehow something wrong with you, and and here's a bunch of stuff that you can do in order to to fix that. You know, and that, I mean, the whole the whole movement of motivational speaking comes from this idea that you, there's something you need to do and keep doing and doing again and again and again and again and again. One day you might get somewhere different. And actually, the biggest revelation for me was realizing that despite what I thought, I was okay. And that actually we are okay, we are fine, we are caring, loving, joyful, peaceful human beings who are having an experience of the world that is that, is that experience that is by our thoughts. And that our thoughts are the only things that can drag us away from our own well-being. Our own well-being is always there and is already there. No matter what you're going through right now, when you're listening to this, your well-being is already there. And anything that's pulling you away from that is your thoughts about the thing, not the thing itself. Really simple illustration of this, you know, some people are scared of spiders, some people aren't. Some people are scared of heights, some people aren't. You know, people would be terrifying to be up here on the, on the 14th floor or in Los Angeles. I particularly love it. So it's not the thing itself that, that causes pain, it's your thought about that thing, no, it's your thoughts about that thing. And as soon as you realize that, doesn't take years of therapy, it doesn't take coaching, it doesn't take anything. It's, it's a bit like stretching a spring. As soon as you realize that the thing that's stretching and creating all that tension in that spring isn't the thing, it's your thoughts about that thing, and that the spring, the tension comes from the spring wanting to get back to the way it knows it can be, that that innate sense of its own well-being, all you have to do is let go. And you automatically go back to that real you. You know, it's like if you've got a, a, a glass of water, and, and, it's, and it's murky. You know, all you have to do to make it go clear is just leave it alone. It, it, clarity doesn't come from shaking it more. It comes from just leaving it alone and letting it settle. You know, we are all a little bit like those, those snow globe things that you, you know, you shake and the snow goes up in it. And it settles if you leave it alone. And when you leave it alone and let it settle, it settles different. Because all those little bits that are flying around that are your thoughts settle in a very different way. That's great. And those of you who've been listening to my NLP podcast will probably hear some NLP presuppositions in there, like, you know, our thoughts create our feelings, that uh, we can't fail really at anything, and that common to many world religions and philosophies, that being is probably the most important thing we can be, being actually present to the moment. And yet so many people aren't. Anxiety is a classic example of that, where people spend a lot of time putting energy into thinking about how dreadful something is going to be and that something hasn't even happened yet. And normally, 
when we get to the event, it's never as bad as we ever imagined it was. So we've wasted all that time, all that energy, all those moments. We can't get them back. So we need to think more carefully about how we use our brains. And we, we tell ourselves all sorts of stuff like, you know, change takes a long time. You know, but we know that isn't the, isn't really isn't the case at all. And what do you, what's your experience on that, Ali? It's such a construct. Yeah. Because we're only ever one thought away from being well. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. How can something be deep-rooted? I don't care how long it's been there for. It's got absolutely nothing to do with how quickly you can get rid of it. Yeah. And then there's the idea that if you had a problem a long time, it's going to take a long time to go. And again, that's something we just not found to be true. Oh, of course, it's a bit like this. If you've got a movie in your collection, and every time you watch it, you get scared, right? doesn't matter whether you've had that movie for 20 minutes or 20 years, you can throw it out just as quick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so. <laughs> totally. I mean, we've got, both got these stories of, of, you know, I had a lady who hadn't left home in 16 years. Yeah. Took an hour. I took her shopping. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No big deal. A, a guy who'd only ever eaten six foods and 45 minutes later he's eating anything and you know, everything and anything. Or you, you've got some great you know, case studies, testimonials of your own that are, that are even more powerful than that. It, it's a bit like, you know, it's a, you, I love that spring analogy, you know, because you can get stretched an awfully long way away from your own well-being. But you still have to just let go. Mm. And it automatically goes back. It doesn't matter how long or stretched that spring is. It finds its way home. So we're about to finish, but before we do, you know, what, what are you up to? What projects have you got going that you think other people should know about in order to improve the lives of everyone so everyone can get a life they love? Well, so. the um, exciting project of, of the moment is, uh, is something called Wisdoms of Women. So it's Wisdoms with, a, with an S, because what we do is we ask you to, to leave two. We ask you to leave the best piece of advice that a significant woman in your life has ever given you. And then best piece of advice or wisdom that you'd like to share with, you know, with everyone. And uh, go along to the website, wisdomsofwomen.com, and just pop those in. And what will happen is that your advice and everyone else's advice all goes into a library of wisdom, so other people all over the world can dip in and, and get proper, sound, real advice from, from real people. The ones you like, like them, vote for them, like them on Facebook, do all that sort of stuff, because the, the most liked by, by people using the site are brought together into a book called The Collective Wisdom of Women. And, and two very exciting things, the profits from that book, all of the profits from that book in the UK go to breast cancer care, and all of the profits from that book in the US go to the Louise Hay Foundation, uh, which does incredible work here, here in the States, and that's one of the reasons that, that I'm, I'm over here. Um, so wisdomsofwomen.com, and uh, we'd love to, as many wisdoms as possible, and do as much good as we possibly can. Thanks so much, Ali. It's an amazing project, and as you know, I'm fully behind that with you. So please help out and, and visit the website. Thank you so much also for spending time with us when you could be lying on the lounger in the sun in LA. It's been a pleasure to have you as always, and I'm sure people will take away so much from this so they can start to get even more of a life they love. Until next time, see you later.